0: Welcome to the weekend wrap-up. This is Zoe, the intern here at KLRC. Maybe you're like me and you don't catch everything on the air, but that doesn't mean you have to miss out. I'm sharing highlights from Mark and Christie's morning show, middays with Isaac and Robert, and the drive home with Anson and Kara. Let's see what they've been up to this week. Obviously, due to all the extreme weather we've had, the team was not able to do their Wednesday game last week. Well, they brought their A game this week, and here's one of my favorite moments.
1: Everybody's back after the snowstorm week last week. Oh
0: yeah,
2: we're out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> to
1: Lauren's call me, been yeah. So happy, <laughs> Lauren, yeah. Wow. Lauren has twin boys at home, and yes.
2: <laughs> Y'all, being stuck home with babies is no joke. No joke. Yeah. Lauren Especially
3: has, twins. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. She yeah, saw the sunlight for the first time yesterday, actually. It yeah. was pretty nice, <laughs> it right? It, was like, it oh. burned. Yeah. <laughs> so bright. Yeah. Nice. All right. So we took a week off.
1: Uh everybody's back. Um I know the millennials have won
2: but it's all right.
3: Let's just, let's just get going. No, right. okay. I think on. we're three this to one today. I, I don't
2: know the record.
3: Okay. It feels it feels like it's three to one right now. Yeah.
2: Uh, that's a feeling. You yeah. can't, can't trust it. You okay. can't that's trust great. it. That's great coming from Christy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, so the way this works is uh, Christy's here to rep Gen X. Isaac, everybody's favorite millennial, is here along with his emotional support. Human Lauren. And um, Chaplain Justin is yes. here. Keeping score and keeping the peace. Fresh mercies, just like Christy's saying, you know? (laughs) Just like that. Every morning. All right. Uh, All right. Round one. Uh, First question goes to Christy. This is something millennials would be more apt to know.
2: Okay, let's do it.
1: Lots of millennials are in the life stage of having young families. This means they end up watching cartoons with their kids. Bluey is one of the top favorites, according to Lauren. Mm -hmm. You should know. Uh, what is Bluey's sister's name? Oh man!
3: <laughs> Can you hear the kids screaming the answers in the mm. car? Bluey's sister's name. And I'm gonna say, I have seen Bluey as a non-child, like as a non-parent, <laughs> uh-huh. as Recently. a 29-year-old, and it's a great show. It's so.
2: fantastic. <laughs> it's
3: a very good show. It's not
2: shocking, Isaac. Yeah,
3: that's a really good show.
2: Um, okay, what are my options? Your
3: options are Bingo, Bandit. Brownie or honey? Do you know what Bluey is? I do know. Do you know what have Bluey any ideas? Okay. I did Mac watch it?
2: He did a little bit, um, but he was a little bit older when Bluey was super popular. He's more mature. He, it's still so pretty popular.
3: Than some of us are. Yeah.
2: Again, not <laughs> a shocking. Us, yeah. Yeah. It's not a shocking yeah. revelation. So. Um, I feel like it might be honey.
1: Okay, final answer.
2: Yeah, sugar, sugar. The honey, honey.
1: The correct answer is millennials.
2: Bingo. Bingo. Wow. I am so sorry for all of you that were shouting at the radio. <laughs> I should have gotten that one.
0: Be honest, were you screaming at your radio too or smart speaker or a mobile device, however you listen to the Wednesday game? I sometimes work at the desk right outside the recording studio, and I just love overhearing them play the Wednesday game, and yeah, sometimes I'm internally screaming, and when I heard they were talking about Bluey, I got excited. If you work with kids at all, you probably know about Bluey. I thought that was fun, and you can listen to the rest of the Wednesday game in KLRCs On Demand. Up next, Mark and Christy got to know the singer Leanna Crawford a little bit better.
1: We want to get to know you a little bit better. Yeah. So
0: So we're going to play a little game. Oh, yeah. It's, it's super
2: rapid-fire questions. You have to just pick one. It's 50-50 with Mark and Christy. Okay. Oh, I love there. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Pretty cheesy and awesome all at the so, same time. So some Amazing. of
2: these these may be hard to choose from, okay? okay. Uh, but it's going to be your first instinct, whatever you throw out yeah. first, okay? okay. First so I'm just going to give you mind. two words. You tell me which one you, you choose. Okay. Okay.
3: Do you want me to first. go, Mark? Yep, let's okay, go. Okay,
2: here we go. Question, or here's the first one. Okay. Water or mountains? Oh, uh, water. Okay. Rome or Paris? Rome. Gosh. Woods or jungle? Woods. <laughs> Have you ever been in a jungle? <laughs> no. no. Okay. But I'm just imagining all the bugs. Yeah, like, this all is the things not really appealing me.
1: either. <laughs> yes.
2: Horses or llamas? <laughs> oh, horses. <laughs>
1: okay, fair enough.
2: Yeah. Uh, Outdoor Jeep Wrangler or a BMW convertible? Oh, Jeep Wrangler. Oh, yeah.
4: Nice. yeah.
1: Christy's a Jeep girl, too. Hey, I mean, so. I don't have one, but All right, yeah. let me throw in a few here. Um, cook or eat out?
4: Probably, well, probably cook. Yeah, I, you like to well, cook? Okay. no, I like to eat just home cooking
1: food. Okay, that's fair.
4: Actually, no, if I was being honest, probably eat out. Okay, <laughs> okay. me too. I'm but to if to somebody wants to cook for you, yeah. you're all in. Yeah, yeah, like
2: that's fair <laughs> to be
4: honest good. I don't, yeah. Girl, I don't I, usually I hate poor Cody <laughs> uh, how about
1: concert or quiet book at home
4: oh quiet book at home yeah okay, okay. okay. yeah well I love concerts mm-hmm. I don't know that's hard. Yeah, it, that is a tough one. Cause I I feel like I'm I am extroverted and like also, but I like also like the little quiet moments. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, well this but, one might that might make this one tough. Okay, party of a hundred or party of five.
4: Oh well, our wedding is gonna be a lot more. <laughs> like, so, <Okay. laughs> but I feel like like a party of five is like. No, that's really hard because I love like the little like party of five like uh-huh. vibe, uh-huh. but then also just like all the people make me so happy people? too, wow. right? It's tough. That's Completed. like really I don't know. Maybe maybe 5. Okay. I don't know. Okay.
2: I don't know. Well, would you best describe yourself as a hurricane or a tornado?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so Wait. random. How? Which Where'd form of fight? destruction are you?
2: Yeah, which one? <laughs> a tornado. Okay. okay. Why do you choose tornado? Just
4: curious. <laughs> because like when I like even on this trip, like when I check into a hotel room, like it looks like I've been living there for like two weeks, and I'm there for like <laughs> like, five, like literally seven hours in my the whole room. Looks so like a tornado. Yeah, looks okay. so like a tornado. That's right. a great description. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Indoor dogs or outdoor dogs? Um, outdoor dogs. Okay. Unless they don't shed, and then okay. I think they then can you go be inside. Okay. Yeah. I love right. dogs, but yeah. and
2: I love shedding dogs too. I just don't want them inside. <laughs>
1: That's fair. I
4: that's hear you.
2: I have non-shedding dogs, but we have allergies at our oh, house, so that's yeah. part of the reason. But we had a like golden. We still have my parents have a little yellow lab. Not uh-huh. little. He's huge, but his name is Charlie, and
4: uh-huh. he's like so cute, and he's not very smart, but he sheds so much. So when he was a puppy, like eventually he had to just like go outside because it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, but I love them. I get that. Yeah. Uh,
1: this one's super important. Okay cheese dip or salsa.
4: Oh, salsa. I'm so sorry. Unless it's queso. Unless it's queso. Those are like fighting words. But like, but like cheese dip, what do you mean
2: by cheese dip? Because I think like the, like the yellow. Uh Uh-huh. And so you're thinking of queso like white cheese. Yeah, I love like the queso. You know what? I appreciate this so much because there is a difference between cheese dip and queso and that you even, you know, decipher that. Like most people don't even, can't even tell the difference. Which, by the way, cheese dip Started in Arkansas and queso started in Texas. Just oh. in case you wanted that history. Okay, so but, cheese dip. But when you say cheese dip, you're talking about like, like the yellow. Yeah, I'm talking about all of it, to be okay. honest, because that's yeah. if you're from Arkansas, it's just like anything. It's all... But last night I had cheese dip, but it was really queso. So it kind of it's kind of interchangeable. See, but... I, I ask for like queso in the Northwest, like in Washington,
4: whenever I'm at a Mexican restaurant, and I like I love Mexican food, yeah. and they have no idea what I'm talking about. And it makes me so sad. And if I, and then if I'm like, oh, it's like a cheese dip, then they bring out like the, che- I don't want the, like, it's like the yellow cheese and I just, I don't know what it is. And it's like the nacho cheese, but Man. if it was like real, then I would yeah. be about it. But I love okay. queso. Okay. okay. All right. So
2: maybe, well, yeah.
1: The last one, pick a sidekick. Tiger or bear? What kind of question is this?
2: I don't know. It's a glimpse into my brain, Mark. I don't know. Um,
4: a tiger, because, like, you know, like Princess Jasmine? Like, she uh-huh. had her tiger.
2: <laughs> okay. Yes! It's like enough. the coolest thing ever. Perfect. So that's good. That's good. That's tiger good. Tiger would Epic be I have one. Would you rather okay. go shopping for the weekend or go camping? Um, I'm not a huge shopper. Okay.
4: Um, some like it depends on my mood. I've I've become a little bit more of a shopper, which probably isn't good. But uh, but camping, <laughs> it depends on what kind of camping. Like, are we talking like in a tent, or could I be like glamping? And, like a glamping, I would totally yeah, glamp.
1: You would glamp, okay. okay.
4: And I think just outdoors, I love the outdoors. I have to be like I don't camp often. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I just like the idea of having like running water. Okay. Yeah. No, I That's hear you fair. on that. That ma- that is fair. That's totally fair. Um, now I know you do love to be outdoors, yeah. and you get inspired a lot by your writing with your music being outdoors. So there's one thing I, I noticed on your website it says you like wandering through the fog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I kind of wondered if Does like, really when, when say you're that on when there? you're on your <laughs>
5: it really yeah. does.
2: I'm assuming maybe you didn't, <laughs> maybe you didn't write that, <laughs> but like, I've... I'm wondering if like, if you are wondering through the fog, <laughs> if you've ever like premeditated, like maybe wore like all white <laughs> and maybe you snuck up on <laughs> somebody. <laughs> <laughs> so,
4: so in the, my favorite, like, I think it's so beautiful. Um, <laughs> when when i would like wake up in the mornings and it kind of sometimes will happen in okay. Nashville but yeah. it's especially in like, the upper Pacific Northwest, like, so many mornings, it'll just be, like, foggy. Yeah. And you can't really see anything, but it just kind of, like, is over the whole... Like, it's it was just so I would wake up and there would just be, like, fog and mist. And it's, like, really beautiful. But yeah. like, one...
2: <laughs> well, I was just wondering if you ever, like, like appeared out of the fog to no. somebody and, you know,
4: just trying to... Meanwhile, I, Christy is
1: terrorizing small children. Yeah.
2: Like, are
4: we talking, like, fog. it's not quite, like, Lord of the Rings fog, like, that quite... like. But like it's like kind of like misty, like it's just like foggy. I don't know. Right. But I've never done
2: that. I should. Okay. I was curious.
0: Have you heard Leanna's new song? It's called, How Can You Not? And we have a new video on the KLRC YouTube channel with Leanna giving us a little acoustic performance. I'll leave a link in the description if you'd like to check that out. Up next, Mark and Christy called one of the Galentine's Day VIP experience winners, and here's what she had to say.
1: Every day this week, mm-hmm. we get to hand out some tickets to see Shonda Pierce for a night of comedy coming up next month
2: mm-hmm. aka the uh queen of clean and she's she, hilarious she
1: is hilarious and then she hits you with this like meaningful truth bomb too in the middle of their set and you're like oh yeah okay
2: yeah she's she's definitely got a talent and she's just amazing so uh definitely it's gonna be a great night out for the ladies
1: okay uh by the way you can also still register if you haven't yet use the klrc app click on the galentine's day banner uh to sign up in fact we just did our first drawing and i think we might have cassie on the line good morning
2: hi how are you Well, you sound super awake oh
6: girl with nine kids
1: yeah we're awake <laughs> <laughs> nine kids so you have nine kiddos nine yep. And you guys have foster, right?
6: Well, we they're all adopted now.
1: That's so, amazing.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Girl, that is wow. amazing. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay, so we're just looking at, uh, you jumped online to sign up for our Shonda Pierce Galentine's giveaway, and you said a mama of nine, <laughs> you never get to leave and just hang out with your girlfriends, but you have a community of other foster moms that you would do a little Galentine's if we gave you some tickets. Is that right? Yes.
6: Yeah, we lead a life group. Um since we don't foster anymore, we we lead a life group with our church for foster moms that are kind of still in the thick of it because we've been there done that. So.
4: Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> well, yeah. girl, we think you ladies need a night out. So we want to treat you and three of your friends to a night. shauna pierce It's going to be hilarious and so much fun. So we're going to hook you up with four tickets, girl.
0: Yay, thank
1: you guys so much. That's awesome. You bet. So you guys will be there as our guests. And you're also in the grand prize drawing, which could include an uh, upgrade to VIP tickets. Uh, and then uh, Kara and Christy would join in for a little dinner at LaTorsha Brick Oven Pizza. So we're going to put you guys in the grand prize drawing too,
0: okay? Yay, thank you guys. I am so excited for that mom of nine kids, that she gets to have a night out with her girlfriends, and it's not too late to enter if you would like to join the Galantine's VIP experience. All of the details are on the event calendar. Now, here's a positive, different story that thinks outside the box. In fact, it takes something from inside the clinic out into the community.
2: So, Mark, you know grandmas are pretty awesome. Yeah, I agree. If you don't have a grandma in your life, chances are you've met a grandma.
1: Somebody who wanted to step in.
2: Yeah, and you're like, I love her. (laughs) I I want her around forever. Well, so this is a cool story of how grandmas have impacted the mental health industry. okay? Okay. So it's out of Zimbabwe, which I know is far away. But this is something I think we definitely need to do around here. So in Zimbabwe, they have like 15 million people. They don't have very many therapists for mental health, you know, okay. depression, anxiety, things like that. And this doctor, Dr. Dixon Chibonda, a good okay, name. I just wanted to say his name today. Well, he realized that a lot of people cannot afford to come into the clinic and they're not going to do it. So he said, how can we involve the community, maybe take the clinic into the community? Yeah. Enter in the grandma's.
1: Okay. Ah, so the secret weapon.
2: Yeah. So his goal was to leverage compassion and accessibility. Okay. So this is, was his thought. He said, I'm going to start this program. I'm going to train grandmas in the basics of cognitive therapy. Okay. And then I'm going to create these benches and I'm going to put them within the community and I'm going to put a grandma at each bench. Okay. And they're going to do therapy. With and just
1: these, be there available. Yeah. And be
2: there and be available. Well, at first it was not a hit because they were calling it the mental health bench.
1: So the stigma, all that kind of yes, stuff.
2: Yes, and the grandmas were like, "Yo, this isn't working." Which you know they said, "Yo, <laughs> right."
6: Okay, maybe this maybe up a little bit.
2: That, maybe that's me as a grandma, <laughs> but they changed the name. The grandma said, "Let's change it to the friendship bench."
1: Ooh. Okay. Next I thing like you know, that. a little more inviting.
2: Yeah. Next thing you know, people are coming from everywhere to sit with the grandma. And they're trained, again, so like, I'm not saying, you know, just start going, talking to your grandma if you need mental health therapy. Right. You never know. But these are now trained. These are trained grandmas. Grandmas. And they help set these people on the path to more healing with a legit psychiatrist, whatever they need. Amazing. Yeah, I think it's pretty amazing. And it started out where they had, well, the impact was 60,000 people. In Zimbabwe and now worldwide, they've been moving this idea everywhere. And now, over five hundred thousand people have wow. shown improvement. And, and they did studies on this whole bench situation, and they found that the people who were sitting with the grandmas showed significant improvement in their mental health versus people that were actually going to the clinics and talking to real professionals. So,
1: wow! So it was even better.
2: Yeah, and so this is this is what I love, and this is what I think we all miss sometimes, um, including myself. The doctor said, he said, what I have found is that you truly get better results when you simply look at the human being and listen to their story. There you go. There it is. The grandmas right are there. doing it. And the grandmas are making it happen, and I think we can all learn a little bit from the grandmas. That's are they bringing saying. snacks? Well, I would venture to say there's probably a plate of cookies.
1: Okay, because that would also make sense. That's therapy for me. Effective. That's like
2: fifty percent
0: of the therapy (laughs) for me. Positive, (laughs) different
1: story of the day
0: love this story. Compassion goes such a long way, I think sometimes we forget that. Mental health is an increasing concern among our teens, young adults, and one another. Everyone is affected by it. And I wonder if sometimes a big thing we need is to just do life together. Listen to each other. Maybe that's part of it. And maybe that's why the friendship benches are making such a difference. And we can show compassion to one another in various ways. Maybe at the grocery store, in the coffee shop, post office, with our neighbors and the person right next to us. Everywhere we go, there's an opportunity to show God's love. Amazing. Up next is Isaac.
3: Let's be a little honest with each other. Are you taking the next Monday after the big game off? Would you if you could? It's Isaac. And for one state, Tennessee... Super Bowl Monday might be an official holiday. Representative Joe Towns Jr. introduced a bill with Tennessee Senator London Lamar, saying, let's be real, it doesn't get much more American than the Super Bowl, and Super Bowl Monday might replace Columbus Day in Tennessee, acknowledging the reality that millions of Americans take the day off anyway. In fact, last year, it brought in over 100 million viewers, and reports found that nearly half of office workers conveniently called in sick the next day so i think that there might be something to that i just don't know if we're going to get a national holiday out of it anytime soon but hey maybe you're just tennesseean at heart if you take monday off next week
0: So, I grew up in a non-sporty household. My dad didn't watch football. We didn't care about football. My siblings and I were never interested in sports. So, the Super Bowl thing was just not a thing in my childhood. It's very foreign to me. It's only recently become something important in my life because of my in-laws. For example, this Sunday is the first Sunday that I will be doing a Super Bowl Sunday, and it's with my in-laws. So, Thinking about taking the following Monday off at first sounded ridiculous, but hey, why would I say no to a day off? Plus, I do think because of how important football is to people, not me, (laughs) the Super Bowl Monday could be a great American tradition. I like it. Here's some more from Isaac.
3: We're looking at this list of things that we thought would be amazing once we were finally adults when we were kids, but we realized our... Kind of just underwhelming now. At number four on the list, getting mail. This person said, I thought getting mail was so cool as a kid, but now I realize it's just bills. (laughs) Someone said, not having a bedtime. According to the adults on the internet, the one thing they thought would be amazing once they were finally an adult actually is the worst. Not having a bedtime is hard. Turns out you need one. Everyone agreed. Yes, because not having one, let me tell you, it's pure chaos. You feel crummy the next day and guess whose plans are ruined by that? your own so maybe we need a nap time and someone to put us to bed and tuck us in (laughs) maybe we're not quite adults yet
0: As you already know, I am a young adult. I have only recently transitioned into this thing called adulting. So yes, I 100% agree about all of these things like naps and mail. Mail is only fun when it's in the form of an Amazon package, am I right? Because then you feel like a kid, you're like, oh I have something, I get to open it, even though you know exactly what it is. Honestly, adulthood is so weird, I don't get it, it's a little overrated, am I right? Up next, Anson and Kara from The Drive Home.
5: Moms and dads were asked about some of the most unhinged things they've ever heard (laughs) their kids say. Oh, it's going to be good. And some of these are pretty good, Kara. Yeah, yeah. For example, uh, one son, I think he was five years old said, "Let me know if you need any money, dad, because oh. if you need some, I can rob a bank."
6: Oh my. Wow. <laughs> and dad
5: goes, "Well, I'm not sure that's a great idea, son. Yeah. Uh, what what if you get caught?" Yeah. And uh, his son said back, "Oh, I'll just say I'm sorry. Is that bad? I'm in first grade <laughs> and they haven't taught us that yet." <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, that would work. Oh, yeah. That would uh, definitely we'll work. We'll see about that. Yeah. Yeah. How about this one from another five-year-old? My tummy hurts. Oh. Because mom says, oh, it's probably the entire pack of cookies oh, you yeah. ate without permission earlier. Mm-hmm. And the five-year-old says, no, it's uh, the other one, not my cookie tummy. What? <laughs> the other tummy <laughs> the
3: other tummy. Right. right that one
5: and then this is one that I totally identify with in fact my daughter might have even said this or uh-huh. something like it at one point she went through this phase where she really didn't like wearing pants oh yeah which I feel like is a phase it's most universal. kids go through yeah, yeah. so this uh, five year old <laughs> said uh, yelling out loud after being told to get dressed pants are leg prisons oh no <laughs> so dramatic so dramatic
0: I just love the crazy things kids say. It really clues you in to how they see the world and sometimes kids can be really insightful.
6: Here's some more from Anson and Kara. Anson, it's been really hard watching the footage coming out of Turkey and Syria after the major earthquake that just happened there. Yeah. I mean, so much destruction and it's just unbelievable, almost hard to wrap your mind around. Yeah. And I was thinking of that today, and I ran across a prayer from Douglas McKelvey. He writes these for different situations in life. Um, he has a book called Every Moment Holy. Mm. And I find these helpful in situations mm-hmm. like this where I feel like I'm having trouble processing it right. on my own. Yeah, um, I, I find it helpful to pray through some of these things that he's thought out. Yeah. So I just wanted to share a little bit of one of those prayers today, specifically about the earthquake He says, I am not strong enough, Lord, to withstand the weight of a creation that groans on such an inhuman scale. I am small and finite in the face of catastrophe, but you, Lord, are not dismayed by any disaster. You created the cosmos as a canvas wherein your glories are displayed an ordered temple where your people might delight in communion with you, The wild forces of this sin-wrecked world will not trespass those boundaries forever. A day is coming when all creation will be calmed of its chaos, never to harm or terrify again. You will speak, O Christ, and nature's insurrections will cease. You will speak, O Christ, and creation will be released at last from its long bondage. You will speak, and all your children who were lost, to those disordered elements will be returned, rejoicing in the rightness of your remade world. And if that is the end towards which all of history is flowing, then would you speak that same calm now, O Christ, over the wild forces of pain and fear in our hearts, minds, and imaginations? Would you sing into our sorrow that same eternal song of resurrected hope Please meet us amidst these present ruins and your creation, O Lord, and whisper in these wounded places true rumors of their coming restorations. Gently woo our hearts again into your light, where we might find our rest in a quiet yielding to your love. Amen.
0: Thank you for that prayer, Kara. Prayer is our way to communicate with our Heavenly Father who is always listening and deeply cares about His relationship with us. And one of the ways He works here on earth is through us, His people, the Holy Spirit moving in us and through us to do the unexpected. If you feel compelled to give, there is a reputable and trusted nonprofit where you can donate. The link is in the description for the Antioch Network, whose mission is to support leaders in ministry across the globe. They are giving relief to those affected by the earthquake. So if you are looking for a trustworthy place to give, there's that link below. Thank you for listening to this week's wrap-up. Join me next week as we catch up on things you might have missed during the week. Until then, have a great weekend.